0: the podcast about whiny records and cheesy movies. I'm Joey. And I'm Mike. And this week we're talking about
1: The Sleepings Believe What We Tell You and They Live by John Carpenter.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, the theme being uh, it's Believe What We Tell You. Propaganda. like propaganda. Propaganda, <laughs> <Yeah>. I guess. <laughs>
1: um, Marketing. <laughs> the Sleepings Believe What We Tell You, 2004- uh, from One Day Savior Records Later to be released on Victory Records In 2007 And they live The 1988 American science fiction film Based off of the uh, The short story Eight o'clock in the morning by Ray Nelson Directed <laughs> by John Carpenter Directed by John Carpenter from a live film And Universal Pictures <laughs> isn't
0: Yeah that, Isn't that fun?
1: <laughs> <laughs> what have you been listening to lately Mike? Um Oh, you know what I've been listening to? Do you know the band The Pains of Being Pure at Heart? Oh yeah. I forgot about them. I, I never even really I know that people liked them, but I mm-hmm. for some reason I uh eschewed them for I really like the
0: first like two or so records, I think.
1: So I've only listened to the first one so far, but I've listened to it like ten times in the last week, which I think that means I like it. It's good. Yeah, it's yeah, really I
0: good. I remember it being really good.
1: Yeah. Uh I don't know if it's just like
0: the hit songs
1: from that don't aren't my favorite. Like the, mm-hmm. there are two of them that were singles I think that I don't really like as much, but
0: the I'm whole thing is really look good. look up some song titles real fast because I forgot about that band entirely.
1: There's a good one called like "This Love Is Fucking Right" or something like that. I or like I think that stay one alive. was pretty
0: popular at the time.
1: There's one called like "Teenagers in Love" or something like that that I don't like as much. And I think a that's like in the love. hit. Yeah.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. I feel like according adult, to their most young played, adult but... friction was another. Yeah, that's one another that one was... that I don't vibe with as much, but. And then they had the, they had an album before that actually. Higher than, that? The, higher than the Stars Oh well then maybe Oh well they're both listed as the same year So maybe the self title got re-released I see But okay. um, that one has some Oh that's more like an EP And then it has like remixes at the end Got it okay Yeah they seem like a remix kind of band actually Weirdly enough Yeah They're still putting albums out Really? As of 2019 Huh That's kind of crazy That is pretty crazy The album art sucks it's just like a fucking oh i like that drawing of a statue. You like it? Yeah. It just doesn't fit them, I feel like. Oh, uh, like uh, It's yeah. a lot maybe. different than this. <laughs> yeah, for sure. They might
1: have gone in like a different direction in later years, so maybe that yeah. does fit them now or something. I don't know.
0: They're definitely on some like ooh late era new some order vaporwave shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, besides that, um do you remember that band, The Haverchucks? I think we've discussed oh, them on yeah. the podcast before. For some reason. Oh, I was watching Freaks and Geeks. so I, oh, I, yeah. I went back and listened to The Haverchucks,
0: and that band's great. They were great. Um, yeah. The singer was canceled. Oh, I hate them. <laughs> I'm separating But they were great. I have the T-shirt. There was the Screeching Weasel ripoff. That That's was a good... That cool. was a fave shirt of mine.
1: Damn. Sorry. Well, no, I'm not sorry that they got canceled.
0: Uh, <laughs> I mean, it was pre-cancellation, I guess. I don't
1: sure. know. But... Damn. <laughs> Uh and then lastly a friend's band uh I don't know if they put out mu- new music lately but the band Artificial Joy have you heard about them at all Mm-mm. so a friend from LA Sky uh they're like a punky I don't know what you call them but they're cool check them out Artificial Joy Artificial Joy
0: Yeah well, if you had to com- uh compare them to one Oof. other band what would it be I don't know I don't really have a, a good w- they're I don't know just listen to them Artificial Joy club Uh just Artificial thing? Joy Oh, this is oh, this is from 1997. Look at that album art. <laughs> oh, I, they may not be on Spotify. Actually, they may just be like a okay. band camp. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, All the best bands are only on Bandcamp. That is true. Uh, what have you been listening to? Well, after talking to you the other day about um, the episode of So You Did a Thing podcast between oh, yeah. Tony Molina, that's a good episode. I yeah, I listened to part of it. It was pretty good. Um, I start. I listened to a lot of Tony Molina earlier this week. I made yeah. like. So I made a playlist on Spotify that was like all the Tony Molina stuff I could find on there, and one Ovens EP that's on there.
1: Yeah, all the Ovens triple LP is on, like only on YouTube, I think.
0: Well, I have the other stuff on the other Oven stuff on my phone. Okay, and then I have like early, like one Tony Molina demo on there. So I have two different playlists that I just like shuffle. You're going cross platform. Uh, Yeah, cross platform. (laughs) uh, Damn.
1: Yeah, that's a that's a good podcast. I don't know Zed, but I I saw you were mutuals. I hit you up, and I was like, "What's up with?" With with, with sure. so you did a thing so yeah and I was like
0: out. I just kind of sort of know him from the B nine yeah
1: <laughs> so I checked out the episode with Tony Molina and then the episode with uh, K- uh Casey and Joey from uh, Every Movie Is Good oh cool and, and that was a fun episode oh too. neat I yeah, bet that was like, good they're good uh good podcast
0: other than that I've listened to <laughs> that record I think I sent it to you uh by that band Waste Man the Wasteman. album is called One Day It'll All Be you yeah. it's just kind of like that like it just like no gimmick punk <laughs> right you know what i mean like adult punk i guess i don't know
1: adult punk is a, <laughs> a good way to
0: describe it it's like actually. not unlike royal headache or something but sure. something like that i don't even know what else, or like that band fontaine's dc but like if they weren't british or something <laughs> i don't know what else to compare it to but it's really good sure um yeah and i'll then, back that it was very good other than that my like sort of cold morning driving to work album this week has been this death metal band called slime lord from the uk they have a b- album called moss contamination <laughs> it's pretty cool uh, <laughs> those but, are like those that's are just like, words that sound cool together <laughs> yeah exactly but that's like a good like zone out i don't like get distracted by vocals or lyrics on the for way sure. to work kind of thing yeah uh but yeah that's all i got for now
1: i love that Excellent. The, just the choice cuts, you know? Some weeks <laughs> yeah. we, get, we go a little long, but uh, just the choice I'm cuts. I'm trying to keep it to three from no, now three on. Three is yeah, that's good. The, I've watched. We, we haven't done this in like six weeks. I've yeah. watched a lot of movies we and shows. We were on holiday stuff, so. break. We were on holiday. <laughs> <laughs> we were on holiday. <laughs> um, so the sleepings believe what we tell you. Uh, as you mentioned, re-released by Victory Records probably right around the time of their subsequent, like, I feel like they got kind of famous there for a second with, like,
0: yeah, I feel they like they're in like video games. The second they were, they were in like Guitar Hero three. Yeah, like Don't Look Back was in Guitar Hero three from the second album. Yeah, I think um, they were
1: on like the they were on like Madden or something. Oh yeah,
0: too. Uh, Victory had like a big connection with EA. That makes sense. So like all the EA games had like Mad Victory stuff in them all the time. True. Um, so, and but, then like that second album came out in oh six, and this got re released like not too long after that. So there was like you had cool. a lot of sleeping yeah. all at once. I love this band back then. Dude, I wrote down um, my sort of like personal history with this band. Let's if you there. were in like the Delaware scene between like 06 and 07, there's like a really good chance you would have thought this was like the biggest band in the world because like everybody there liked them Dude. for some reason. Yeah. Um, I had friends that were like a little younger than me that were super into them. And I like Bayside. So there was like kind of like a connection there. Like I guess like that Long Island connection. Like for I like sure. the movie life and stuff too. Yeah. Um, and I saw them twice. Okay. I saw them once at- I also saw them twice. The Harmony Grange in Wilmington. Okay. With I'm the Avalanche, I think. Interesting. With In like so, probably 07. Yeah,
1: post-movie life.
0: Post-movie life, post-second album, Sleeping. Um, I had both CDs, and I saw them once at- The University of Salisbury, Maryland. Oh, okay. And what era was was that? Right after that was like around that was around the same time. Because I I saw them at the
1: University of York, PA. They were doing a fucking
0: (laughs) college tour. (laughs) They were getting paid well, dude. I don't know about you, but in Salisbury there was no moshing allowed. There were no people at this show. It was Dude, in like there was no one there either. It was yeah. like a
1: student center, and my friend had just gone to York. He was a year older than me, and I was like looking at colleges or whatever. So my parents drove me to York. It was just to see the show, but yeah. I was like, "Yeah, I'll look at the college, whatever."
0: Did your parents go to the show? No, it's okay.
1: <laughs> my, my parents didn't go. Um, but it was—I mean—they played almost all new songs. I was kind of bummed because I love this album. Mm. Second one's fine, but didn't know it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but the first time I saw them was at Warp Tour. Which is crazy because people were losing their fucking minds, really? and I was like, "I don't even know what band this is." And then I just stopped and watched this band because yeah. they're they like really causing
0: a, a ruckus. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and they played that "If Your Heart Was Broken You'd Be Dead" song. Don't they start with that typically in their sets? I, Could be. I think I made a note of that. I think I remember because it's, so it's, it's so long. It's so long. I might have caught the whole long. set then. <laughs> that song is like six and a half minutes long or something. Yeah. It's, it's.
1: I mean, that's a that's a real symptom of a lot of this song, a lot it, of this album, rather.
0: Well, that song in particular, I think I remember them usually opening with that, or at least doing some sort of interlude with that, because okay, the crowd would get super into it. I think right. it was like a crowd starts the chant, and it becomes the song as the band is getting on right. stage. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, and then, it, dude, that actually gets kind of hard like with like it does it's some fucking swing your guitar around your whole body type <laughs> breakdown at the end
1: so were you a, a sky came falling fan
0: you know what i don't think i ever really listened to them like i really? was aware of their name and stuff and okay. i loved those like three words are now one word type band names <laughs> me but, <without> you <laughs> but like
1: uh i, I think uh the ba- like the band was all at one point, except for the singer. They were all in Sky Came Falling. I think the yeah guitarist was like an original member. The other guys were kind of like not scabs, but like eventually became right. members.
0: Well, according to Wikipedia, they auditioned twenty two singers for the Sleeping before landing on this guy.
1: They chose Doug Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the dude from, uh, the label that put this out one day savior is actually a member of the sky came falling as well. I like did a little oh, research on this okay. cause I was
0: like, it was a very long Island label and then it said it yeah. got like sold to a guy from Philly or oh. like it relocated to Philly and then it was, it like went defunct after like th- two or three years. Interesting. Okay.
1: Um, yeah, apparently some guy from they're from long Island, as we st- said, uh, the guy from sky came falling used to run one day savior. Mm-hmm. I also neglected to look it up. Not look it up. I neg- neglected to say it. The sleeping is not an emo band, according to. Uh, is
0: this band? Yeah, even? I. They're just kind. They're kind of like post-hardcore, I guess, but like yeah. in the more like Taking Back Sunday kind of way. Okay. As opposed to like I don't know what else you would like. An, they're not at the drive-in post-hardcore. They're more yeah, the other way. Melodic, or very melodic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I would say the
1: singer is like one of the standout parts of the band. I feel like he's he gets real. Yeah. Like like, lyrical, but like, I feel like he could almost, he can sing really well, I guess, is what I'm saying. Yeah. A lot of bands from this era, like, are singy, screamy, where he can, like, actually belt out some, some notes.
0: I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, they're kind of one of those, like, Taking Back Sunday Fallout bands (laughs) to me, but I liked them. Uh, the album, as we discussed prior to this, is so long. Dude, it's crazy. It is 51 (laughs) minutes long, and that's if you trim, like, the, demo songs off the end on spotify or whatever you really got to trim some fat there too long guys and most songs are four to five minutes long and there's a couple there's like one or two that are six so okay (laughs) so you were talking we were
1: talking before we started recording the second album is like heavily front-loaded all four hits are the first four songs
0: i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure i don't know the second half of that one at all yeah because i liked those first few songs like don't look back is pretty good
1: but i think they released all those even before the record came out where it was like all the singles singles, something along those lines um whereas this one the it's bookended by like a weird uh Radio tuning, tuning thing, thing But I feel like the first two songs are great Then there's a real like lull yeah, And then it picks back up at the end Where I feel like you could really cut
0: Let me look at the track list with you
1: here Break down one day Day you one and day two those. Well you can just merge them into one song
0: even I don't know <laughs> <laughs> One ten minute long song No and cuts, trims
1: some <laughs> trims fat Because there's even a transition in yeah. the
0: middle. Uh, You could And this is controversial You could get rid of If Your Heart Was Broken You Would Be Dead I like that one, but yeah, you're right. It's it's like a or, transition. Or track. like half it, because yeah. you don't need like the whole like glasses clanking party sounds <laughs> so in I'm the beginning.
1: No flash photography. There's, like, yeah, I, I was trying to, trying to make out what people were saying, and that's the only quote I can really get from the background noise.
0: At first I was like, are these children singing? Because I don't <laughs> like, I don't care for that.
1: Oh, do you know who it is singing? It's like. It's, the, the, it's what they call the Broken Heart Choir. So yeah, it's Amber Tyen, Ashley McGlynn, Heather oh, Sullivan, bands. Jessica Bishop, Lauren Moran, Lindsay Pruitt, and Melissa Washin.
0: Anybody in bands? Or. or okay. I, that's
1: according to Discogs,
0: no one had links.
1: So. Okay, no links. All right, no credits. Yeah, no credits.
0: Uh, and yeah, there's a couple other things you could probably cut. Like, I don't think that song. Funis Eris. Funis Eris that is very good. So,
1: no, no offense, guys. People on,
0: I think people on song meetings like that one. That's so weird. It's
1: like a jazzy.
0: It's got cool
1: drums and stuff like that. But yeah. like, I
0: don't, I don't remember much about 15 on the Freeway or Detonation Paradise either.
1: So 15 on the Freeway is cool, but then it like drops they they do a thing on every song pretty much where there's like an ambient middle of the song and it comes back in for a big outro where it's like dude there has to be a better way to bridge that gap i get that this is their first record is the sleeping they're figuring out how to like i even know all those songs i
0: agree because i wrote sunday matinee it's like a decent opener i love that that's a good song that's the best like the now i can't forget part is pretty cool and then but they do this a lot i wrote like it's it's like a fast-paced song then it's, it's like a weird, slow, ambient part. Then mm-hmm. there's a breakdown. Then there's like, in this song in particular, in Sunday matinee, there's like a really chaotic electronic part.
1: Oh yeah, dude, the synthy. <laughs> so they have like some synthy stuff on that one. And
0: what was the other song that had crazy synth? And then it goes back to the beginning of the song again. Yeah. And then Actually, another breakdown, basically. Yeah.
1: They So I feel like they were recyc- maybe like, had some uh, Sky Came Falling songs maybe. they were gonna write, because some yeah. of these songs are hard. Yeah, true. <laughs> uh, Let's just play some of Sa- Sunday matinee Because okay. that song is sick
0: There's a funny lyric in this song Where he says uh, Another album going nowhere And it's Oof. like your f- This is your first album
1: It's <laughs> 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 kind of funny actually so Good like delay That like FCP remix delay on the guitar <laughs> <laughs> Yeah this is this is like the weird slow part and then here's the heavy. Oh, he just said it. Another
0: album going nowhere.
1: Where's the? F- no, there's a breakdown. you right. That part's cool, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there's the the, the use of this. The, the fucking Daft Punk part. <laughs> they used to have this cool little robot guy on stage. Do you remember him?
0: Yo, I don't remember that, but I read some something that someone said that in like a comment. His like I was, was on a- like punk name. news I th- it was it might have been on punk news and someone in the con- or no the review of the show or something was okay. like they had a little robot on stage and i liked that his name's is Ami- amiglio or something <laughs> like that i i
1: was like what is that it look it like brought back a memory um, that's funny yeah i don't really remember about, that if you're talking about uh the punk news review there was someone whose username was little guy yeah he, he keeps commented like so three time. times <laughs> it's really funny <laughs> little guy had a lot to say
0: <laughs> um yeah, the, the punk news. They gave it a four out of five.
1: It's it, it, oh, so okay. Well, what's even it's more shocking album. to me, sorry, is that d-
0: Lamb Goat gave it a seven out of ten. Okay, and Lamb Goat is not known for those types of <laughs> things. So Lamb
1: Goat did an interview with them in two thousand four. Okay, uh, so maybe they felt be held into. Uh, maybe, so <laughs> yeah. But but um, I like looked into who they recorded with. They, these they recorded with these guys, Mike Birnbaum and Chris Bittner. Who okay. I didn't recognize the names, but they they recorded uh, uh, Coheed and Cambria's "In Keeping Secrets" four and second stage turbine Blaine, which is like mm. that's the I don't best know.
0: two Coheed albums. Yeah, especially turbine. And
1: they also recorded Levon Helm. I and don't know uh, that is. Uh, he was in the band. Oh shit! Weird. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, very interesting. Um, to quote the drummer and the bassist, it was the sickest shit ever. We basically <laughs> lived in the studio while recording this thing. The process was a lot cooler than we expected. So oh, okay, that, that cool. rocks. Good for them.
0: Glad they had a good time.
1: Yeah. Um let's put another song. Yeah. What else we got? Um What's oh, your favorite song? Dude, my favorite might be One Flight, One Flame. Oh, that one's decent. That one's, I, that one's like where it picks back up again. I feel like there's those four there. Yeah, famous Aerospights. That one brings you back a little bit. If your heart was broken. Like a little a little filler in there bass intro can't go wrong oh there's a cool part (laughs) another chaotic part on guitar right here i don't it's like a wah pedal or something oh yeah oh right there yeah it's
0: pretty cool yes shit (laughs) yeah or like fuel or (laughs) yeah Um, I really like the song Fleet I think that's probably my favorite song on there actually Oh yo That's a good one like towards the end That's the last
1: song on the album There's no way that should be the last song on the album
0: Is it the last one? It is Oh yeah you're right Right before the scene out thing
1: Hard as hell It's a good one And they do this That thing where they let it drop again And bring it back really big Yeah I don't know I like that This one's pretty good yeah, I like that song a lot, actually. Um, Detonation Paradise. Uh, that's like a, that feels like another Sky Came Falling song, if I had to guess, because it's yeah. pretty pretty hard with this weird like little noodly riff in the chorus. <laughs> let me let me play it. It feels like a, a thing that we're just like, eh, I guess we'll throw it in there. Dude,
0: they don't know how to end a song. They don't.
1: They kind of just bring them all back in.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. It's like a little meandering. That's riff. like a little. That's pretty popular for the style of the time too.
1: Just, uh, no offense, fellas, but uh, I feel like he could have done a little better on that
0: one. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I, I, j- I wrote that after 2008, they brought a theremin player into the band.
1: Oh, yeah. The, the <laughs> guitarist left, and they brought in like a new guitarist and a theremin player, I
0: think. Or a keyboard I think and he did keyboards like. and theremin, yeah. but that's just funny to me. Yeah, what do this you band think? had a theremin at oh. any point. <laughs> Coheed had a theremin when I saw him in well, the era, made, too, that, that like, makes
1: sense. They're, like, epic. They're super epic. You're saying this band's not epic? No. Dude, they were signed to... Uh, one day savior. One day savior. <laughs> uh, what do you think of the artwork?
0: Uh, it's fine, I guess. Um, this and the next album are pretty similar in artwork. Well, there I can't is I picture the next album. Is there uh, like a rabbit? Logo there's like on a the rabbit and there's yeah. like a beach, but the rabbit is still kind of like that, like paper cutout. It's, it's like Tom goes to the mayor almost. Oh, it's two guys. Well, it's like a guy sitting in a chair looking That's at the, the rabbit one. on a projection. Oh, uh, it must screen. be the same
1: artist, uh, Jeremy Am- Arambulo, I believe his Probably. name is. Probably. Damn, yeah. that album is 53 minutes long, man. That's the dude, at this time, albums were like 15 <laughs> songs long. It's crazy. That's true. Like, when, that, like every time Finch I made album. like
0: a CDr, I crammed as much shit as possible on there yeah. too, so Straight up. Um yeah, oh. I mean the album art's fine. It, it comes with like a um a newspaper insert. Oh, that's cool. I don't know if it's on newsprint, but it's like that goes along pictures with the, of the band and like the lyrics are on it and stuff. Yeah, the, and there's the liner like a, notes. There's like a cartoon of the "If your heart was broken, you'd be dead" thing. That's kind of cool. And it's like a, I'll put it on the Instagram, but um, oh, yeah. it's like a a guy and I'm assuming his girlfriend at like a bar, and then she screams at him, and then oh. he like grabs his heart and he has like uh, X's for <laughs> eyes, and then he dies. There's like a little skull squiggly line that comes up from him. That's kind of cool. It's supposed to be, like, I think it's supposed to be, like, tongue-in-cheek. Like yeah, a little, like... Kind of dissing all the other bands of their sort of circle, in a way.
1: I, th- I think they kind of understand the, like, leaning into it corniness of, if your heart was broken, you'd be dead. They're yeah. not... I don't think they're, like... They're unabashedly playing that hard-ass riff over it. It's like... It, yeah. They kind of
0: get what it they is. They get so. what they're doing. Yeah. Um,
1: the, artwork, the artwork is kind of, like, echoed in the video, too. The Believe What We Tell You video.
0: Oh, yeah. Like, old yeah. footage kind Newsprint thing. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh,
1: another long ass song is Broadcast Silence, seven minutes long.
0: Uh, dude, I wrote that. It's like over six minutes long. Yeah. That one's got some cool parts too, but once again, just like way too long and like doesn't know when to stop. I'd argue that one could be the ender. Like bring right. Fleet in a little earlier
1: yeah. and then Broadcast Silence and put that one
0: on. I like the Why Can't Everything Be All Right part. Yeah. Not that part.
1: This part,
0: yeah, it's hard. This this, this is like six. a good last track part, it's perfect right last here. track, because
1: then at the end, it even like has
0: the little like, dude, end on this song. If you guys are listening, the sleeping. If you ever want us to like re-release this album, re re-release, <laughs> <re-re-re-release this laughs> yeah, this album for you, uh, we could rearrange some songs too. We for could sure. chop and screw it. Um, there was a funny
1: story. Uh, so I I'm pretty sure the lead singer's sister went to high school the town over from us. Okay. And some kid that I went to school with was like trying to scheme on her online. <laughs> and the sleeping posted like, I like on their MySpace Did they dox wall. they your friend? <laughs> yeah, they said, I hate Sean Leary on their, oh wall- my on their <laughs> MySpace wall. <laughs> Which is really funny. He was like, he thought it was cool. He caused a big stink. Yeah. That's great. I just think that's a funny thing to be like using your your band page for personal drama. It's very yeah. like the era. It's cool though. <laughs> I love it. I think it's cool and put move. it on
0: my, your MySpace or like yeah. make a post or what were those called? Like when I guess you'd post your wall, or your feed. Yeah, there was like a feed. I thought it had a name. Maybe it was wall. I guess I you don't. You had know. like your top eight and underneath. Yeah, your wall. well, you had like stuff that you could post in a. Oh, you could post like a, like a draft, like a. It was like a. It was almost like Twitter in a way where like there was like a sec. A separate section where you just like looked at and they would like go away because it was like mm. a, in order of am I crazy?
1: I know you could post like I would post like reviews of warp tours and like that. You could post Hell like yeah, a, like dude. an essay, you had like well, there was like a
0: journal section <laughs> that's basically. what yeah, okay, but then there was a wall. I don't know, we're Maybe. getting too deep into this, yeah. but uh, in
1: 2004 and 2005, they toured with Taking Back Sunday, Bayside, Branston, and Action Action uh in 2006 right. yeah <laughs> in 2006 they picked up a little more steam uh they toured on the nintendo fusion tour along with the plain white T's, reliant k Emery, and hawthorne heights Whew. uh they then toured the uk with the audition bayside and aiden holy shit aiden wow. i forgot about that band uh they toured the mainland uh on europe and the uk with gallows jimmy Eat world and sparta and they were nominated as 2007's MTV Mountain Dew Circuit Breakout and finished in the top 12.
0: <laughs> okay. Very interesting. So I've pulled up their MySpace. Okay. And it's still a lo- it's still there. MySpace is still up, but it looks like shit and hardly any of it loads anymore. Well,
1: Justin Timberlake bought it and tried to like put some oh, money really? into it and then everything just like
0: changed. So there's like six things in their top 8. Okay. Uh, number 1, Bayside. Bayside 100%. For sure. Number 2, You'll never guess this one. I've never even heard this band. They're called Closure in Moscow. Uh, Nope. Nope. They're from Melbourne. Uh, <laughs> number three. Um, this is one you could maybe guess, but I don't know um, if you would get to it. It was another band of this time. En- Envy on the Coast.
1: Oh, they may also be Long Islanders maybe.
0: Maybe. Then we have Kills and Thrills. Uh-uh. Don't know that one. Oof. MySpace alumni, Hollywood Undead. <laughs>
1: they were like the rap,
0: uh, yeah, uh, with the masks, yeah. And then um, oh, decent band, roundin' and out, Fall of Troy. Oh, respect. Yeah.
1: Okay, so that makes sense. I saw Fall of Troy with Envy on the Coast for like Fall of Troy's final tour in like 2008 or whatever. Mm.
0: So that that all
1: kind of checks out. That checks out. Yeah.
0: The Hollywood Undead one, the curveball, but <laughs> yeah, that one's weird. It might be one of those things where like maybe the other ones. Delete their profiles and they got bumped up. I don't uh, know. That could be, but yeah, we'll give them the benefit of the doubt. We'll give them, them the benefit sure. of the doubt.
1: Um, but yeah, this band's sick. I still have one of their baseball shirts. I love. Really, it. I, I really
0: like this band a lot. Honestly, I um, liked them a lot at the time. But revisiting this, even though I've said some nice things about some of the songs, I don't think the album's very good. Yeah, I mean, <laughs>
1: <laughs> again, just a little like lengthy. Yeah. But I was excited when I heard certain songs. Like, oh, I forgot about. Yeah, this there's one, you know? co- there's cool parts. Yeah. yeah. I think there's definitely something there. I can understand why it like why their next album like blew up. I feel like they got more comfortable in their sound. Yeah. Figured out how to like make hit songs, popular songs maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how would you rate it? Uh I would give it like a two out of five. was <laughs> going gonna say out of ten. <laughs> I was like, What the fuck? Um yeah, I'd give it like a
0: three, three and a half. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I still
1: enjoyed it. You put it
0: you put some of the songs on once in a while, probably, right?
1: Once in a while, I think. Because
0: we've, we've talked about this band before, and you were like, yeah, I was listening to them today, or something like That's that. That's crazy, but it must have just
1: been an, an of the day thing. Maybe. But, yeah. <laughs> but I do like them. I, I definitely back this band a lot.
0: Do you have a Weird Al song title at all? <laughs> yeah, let's hear yours first. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not proud of mine. I'm uh, going to see which way yours Mine goes. is a play on the title track, Believe What We Tell You. Okay. It is Dry Heave, But Please Don't Spew. <laughs>
1: very good. Very good.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Um. Funis
1: Iris I put Penis Penis <laughs> <laughs> that one could use some work uh, so I did I did two, you did of, two course. of course um, One Flight One Flame I did Wayne Knight Wayne Coin <laughs> okay weird so, duo yeah that would be an interesting one the guy from the Flaming Lips and the guy from Seinfeld yeah
0: <laughs> I th- cool I like
1: to think that they could hang and be friends
0: I might I, I know you usually lead with your lesser of the two but I think Penis Penis is the winner I
1: yeah it, it like both words just look like (laughs) penis.
0: Back. Hello.
1: Um, we'd like to thank Lehigh Valley Apparel Creations for sponsoring the episode. Um, hit them up. Go to xlvacx.com for all of your screen printing and apparel needs. We'd like to thank Cinepunks for being the best damn podcast network in the game. In the biz. In the biz. C-I-N-E-P-U-N-X.com. Dot like, biz. Dot biz. Dot
0: org. Dot biz slash edu. <laughs> uh, and. As we m- have mentioned before, LVAC actually is doing the Trash Ink special right now. That's, yeah, it's such a such a steal. Such a steal. I'm not, I'm not, it sounds
1: sarcastic, but it really is. It's like such a good deal. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Twenty five shirts for like it comes out to being like six bucks a shirt or something crazy. Yeah, like
0: sixty dollars a shirt. <laughs> it's a
1: deal. I don't think that this ad's gonna fly. <laughs> FCC is gonna flag it.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, no, check those. Check those. Businesses out. And um sort semi recently, Cinepunks just did release their uh top tens of twenty twenty one. Yes. Neither of us contributed.
1: I'm sorry, Liam. I have been so bad about doing like end of the year roundup stuff lately. I always I just like
0: didn't, I didn't have it in me this year. <laughs> I didn't really see enough movies, and then I was trying to do that thing where I scramble at the end. Yeah, and, and then I'm it's just kind of like it's, jaded. it's always false. You're like, oh, well, I like the stuff I've seen most recently, obviously. Yeah. but
1: I didn't like a lot of the stuff I watched at the end of the year either, so it kind of like, well, that, clouded my judgment even more.
0: I would have also had to make a top 10 with like one or two movies I straight up did not like because that's how few movies I saw yeah. last year. True. And I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to have Halloween kills on my top 10. Oof. It doesn't belong there <laughs> at all. That movie was really bad. <laughs> <laughs> do they have to make a third one? <laughs>
1: We'll talk about that. Anyway, I'm sorry is what I'm trying to say. (laughs) Um, We're going to play a game. (laughs) Oh, shoot. Yeah, we are going to play a game. I love games,
0: honestly. It's called Wine or Cheese. Yeah, and I'm trying. And if you're joining us for the first time, it's where we bounce lines off each other that are either from the movie. (laughs) Bounce lines (laughs) off each other. I I didn't know how to put that. That are either from the movie or from... The album that we're covering, we and try the other stump, tries to guess. yeah, try
1: to stump each other's brains. Yeah. Um, how about this one? Single file lines leading to
0: nowhere. That's got to be the album.
1: Yeah? It's broadcast silence. All right. I and this guess- is how it goes. We just guess it right, and then we go, yep, <laughs> you're right.
0: <laughs> Every time. <laughs> uh, my first one is, um, things turned out a little sour for me today. That sounds like the movie. It is. Yeah. Um. <laughs> How many more do you have? I have like two more. I have two more. Also, okay. okay. Timing is everything. Now this place is ours. Ooh, that's tough. Actually, I want to say it's from the movie. No, it's from Fleet. Actually. Oh song. wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that I was. Could- that was I, the only one I could really get that was like. I could see that being about like them, uh, like when the meetings happen and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, kind of what I was trying for with the single
1: good. file lines thing when they're like leaving the planet. Single yeah. file lines leading to
0: nowhere. You got me. Uh, just a few more days until it's time to throw ev- away everything.
1: I'm going to guess that's the big breakdown day, too.
0: <laughs> well, it is from the album, but it's from 15 on the freeway. Okay. Um, And then machines
1: scanning pavement screen ground with siren eyes
0: oh that's got to be the album right Uh, okay Uh, i just
1: tried to like mess with
0: the cadence (laughs) yeah (laughs) my last one is they wear a suit and tie but they're not your kind that's neither
1: that's uh (laughs) they wear a suit and tie but they're not oh fuck what is that though
0: (laughs) damn it i'm (laughs) mad that you know it's from neither
1: They wear a suit and tie, but they're not your Do kind you want me to line. tell you?
0: Yeah, please. It's from Hoffman Lens by Nightbirds. Yes, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's about they live. Because I
1: was going to bring that up later on too. They wear a suit and tie, but they're not your kind. <laughs> uh, shout out P lyrics and IMDb for, I don't have to pay attention while I'm watching. I just round it all up afterwards. I
0: always try to do this thing where I pay attention to, at least for the movie. Mm-hmm. So I try to get stuff that's not on IMDb because I know yeah. you also look at it, but it's hard. It was it's, hard with this one. because there's so like, hard. And it's all tough guy lines. That and there's so many stretches of the movie where there's like no talking at all. Yeah.
1: And the album lyrics are so kind of like scene stir at certain points. They're pretty like theatrical that it's
0: tough. Yeah. And a lot of wordplay and stuff where like no one would speak like this. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Speaking of scene stir, have you seen When We Were Young Fest? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh,
0: We need to talk about that. That was just released today. As uh, frontline reporters on Emo... We need to talk about this. We'll be paying $500 a piece for the VIP tickets. Live Nation presents When We Were Young Saturday, one October 27th at the Las Vegas Festival Grounds. One day festival. One day festival. Got to be around 50 bands on this thing. Uh, Absolutely insane. Including Winer Cheese alumni. Yeah, Thursday, Jimmy Eat World, mm-hmm. My Chemical Romance, AFI, Alkaline Trio, Dashboard Confessional, <laughs> Taking Back Sunday. <laughs> Um, they did it for us honestly Thank you guys for Yeah appreciate it Spreading the word I think that might be all Should we get a street team together in
1: LA To flyer for this Yo <laughs> And hand out wine or cheese uh, Garb We at, gotta at know we
0: somebody going I think uh, <laughs> Yeah Yeah We okay. gotta know somebody that's gonna go to this I wonder <laughs> <laughs> it's almost it, like matt that. huff would go to this i feel like I'm a, he'd road dog for uh who's on here for your strong probably
1: somehow furnace fest <laughs> didn't feel as bad <laughs> when they were doing like zayo and kill switch engage and all those bands in like the south
0: it does make me realize that i am shocked we have not discussed paramore on this show yet dude i don't even know we were talking about paramore recently i know their new album that like with hard times i mean that one's good
1: but i don't know their old stuff at all like we so could, almost, we'll do Paramore at some point. Okay, I'll, I'll withhold my comments for then. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been watching lately? Uh, if you, do you have any more comments on when no, we're Young Fest? no, no. Okay. I don't.
0: It, except it's just like a, it's just. A, it's a cash grab. I don't say dumpster fire like maybe ever, but it is one yeah. of those. Avril uh, Levine's playing for uh, yeah, some reason. That
1: makes me think all the bands are getting paid very well. It's in like Las Vegas, two hundred fifty bucks a ticket. Yeah, minimum.
0: Um, what I've been watching lately. Uh, so like I had mentioned, I was doing a little bit of end of the year roundup, panic watching, <laughs> but I did find uh something really good, something kind of good, <laughs> and something I didn't like so much out of that group. Uh, I loved Judas and the Black Messiah. Oh, nice um, about to see that that movie is so good. Um, can't recommend it enough. And then I watched the beta test by um. Why can't I think of his name? The guy from Thunder know. Road. Uh, oh, uh, my God. You I love that th- movie, too. I love that movie. Um, but this one was, it It disappointed me a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think I went into it expect, like, because to me, his movies just kind of, Jim, Cum, Jim Cummings is his name. His movies just kind <laughs> of get, like. Jim Goings. <laughs> hey. Uh, I, I think they just kind of keep getting better and better. Like, The Wolf of Snow Hollow was good. Mm-hmm. But um, Beta Test, it's just, mm. Fell a little flat, <laughs> and then I watched that movie Titan, which I did not like. I is expected to Is l- it Teton? L- <laughs> sure, I'm pretty. I think it is. <laughs> I think that uh, was a
1: big Twitter debate when it oh, came okay. out. Oh,
0: okay. Well, it is French, so maybe. <laughs> uh, didn't I kind of expected to like it because I really like Raw, same director. Oh shit. Okay. Um, but I did not care for it really at all. Unfortunately,
1: the stigma around the movie is that it's a little like
0: pretentious. So that, yeah, yeah I mean for sure <laughs> well that's it's wh- just like so fucking artsy fartsy
1: well that's why I was a little surprised to hear you say that it's the same dude that did because I feel like that movie was not that's pretty straightforward was not pretentious. it's just
0: like art it's like shot really well but yeah. it's like pretty that's, straightforward
1: and it's a, like a little bit of a silly premise so right. like I guess maybe it like sidesteps being pretentious that way but
0: and then I well, my last entry I watched the ultimate New Year's Day movie. The Hudsucker Proxy, my favorite, probably my favorite Coen Brothers film. Okay, it's so good, I love it. Uh, they don't have any good films,
1: so mm. sorry, Buster. <laughs> I
0: knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> oh man, what have you been watching? Uh, let's see, end of year stuff.
1: I saw Licorice Pizza, and I think I am too dumb for Paul Thomas Anderson movies. <laughs> like at the end, I was just kind of like, I saw it with a friend. We both had kind of the same takeaway. We were like, yeah, it's fine. Really? Yeah, just kind of love it.
0: Like, yeah, they do. It just Look, it takes f- a lot to impress us. <laughs> it's true
1: it just kind of felt like a uh, an amalgamation of like a couple different scenes that were cool it didn't have like a didn't have like a message you know like, I I really, want, like a message from
0: it. looking at his uh filmography i've only really seen two of them oh i've seen punch drunk love Haven't. and i've seen there will be blood yeah and i think i tried to watch inherent vice once and didn't finish it yeah and that's about it his movies feel a little
1: indulgent sometimes, I guess. But like again, when I when I'm done seeing them like they seemed cool, but I feel like I'm missing something. Right. Um whereas I saw the new Matrix and I understood that whole movie. Ooh,
0: okay, I, I know that's that's some big brain stuff right there. <laughs>
1: I feel like a lot of people are shitting on it, but like what do you want them to do with the Matrix? It's 20 right. years after the fact.
0: I haven't seen it at all. i am not in a rush, but check yeah. it out. Worth watching. Sure. I'm sh- I know I'll put it on at some point.
1: Yeah um tv wise i ripped through some series i watched mcgruber series have you watched mcgruber no it's i mean i've seen the movie but yeah the movie is one of the best and the series is like just as good honestly (laughs) (laughs) uh i watched succession i don't think i liked it i just watched it all i watched all of uh, like everyone was talking about season three seasons there are three seasons they're all 10 episodes Everyone was talking about season three as if it was like the gift from God, so I stuck it out. I think it's
0: just that everyone has now discovered this show. I think that's gotta be what Did it is. Did you watch right? it? No, I haven't seen it at
1: all. I wouldn't recommend it. It honestly was not that good. Mm-hmm.
0: It's on my radar, but I'm just not in a rush. Something that was really good was the final season of Search Party. Uh, dude, I've only seen like a couple episodes of that, but it's like a thing I'm always on the verge of starting.
1: You, need, you honestly need to. The last right. season didn't need to happen, it's such like a, a derivation from the show. Mm-hmm.
0: It's just got such a good cast, it's batshit insane, it's so funny. The new one is gonna have a Joe Parra cameo, and Whitmer Thomas. Yeah, oh, so that thing that, I, that just came out. Another thing I watched was, I saw I went and saw Whitmer Thomas at uh oh, yeah. Mocha. Was he funny? He
1: was great. I saw he did a, a TP for a my corn, asshole. He did a Cornholio <laughs> bit at yeah. the
0: end, which was phenomenal.
1: Yeah, um, and then lastly, uh, the Beatles doc. Came out that was really good. It was like nine. I'm, I don't fuck up with the Beatles Long, really, right? but it was like nine hours of watching just good people's God. life. It was sick, honestly. Uh, so then I watched some kind of monster afterward. The Metallica, if <laughs> you <laughs> like. Let's get the metal version of this. Hell yeah, yeah. um Well, that brings us to the 1988 American science fiction action film, written and directed by John Carpenter, starring Roddy. Now, it's funny to see just Roddy Piper Without the Rowdy Without the of Rowdy of uh, And then David uh, Keith David and Meg Foster
0: And he was Rowdy in this too God at damn times. Me, Yeah he
1: was So I have a question first off Go on When I was doing research They referenced him as being named Nada the entire time mm-hmm. They never say his name in the movie I don't think I think
0: that's why And I think that the I uh, read that the in the short story the person's name is something Nada.
1: Okay, well, that makes more or, sense. But I was like, I don't think they said it, and I, I don't that, know where they're getting this In, I think
0: they're just saying that's a way of saying he has no name. Oh, okay. Too. Yeah. The, the man has no name. Like, he has never referenced to at all. So I think Nada is just that, he yeah. uh, instead of writing, like, the man with no name in the credits, but... For sure. Um, hard s- hard to imagine anyone but him in this role. Oh, I know, and apparently they're like it was written for Kurt Russell apparently, but John Carpenter <laughs> was like, oh, I've been using Kurt Russell a little too much. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> well, I saw that. Okay, then I saw a thing where uh, it's like the most John Carpenter. Qu- so it was just John Carpenter's birthday the other day, so people right. were posting a lot of videos of him being like, yeah, I don't really want to work. I want to play video. Like he's a very kind of he's like a gamer, regular guy. He <laughs> loves video games. He loves video games in the NBA, and people are like do you like work? He's like, working's hard. Why would I want to do that?
0: My kind of guy. Um,
1: so somebody asked him about like, um, the WWF or whatever. And apparently Vince McMahon didn't want Rowdy, Roddy Piper to do it. And John Carpenter said, yeah, I
0: figured <laughs> I saw that too. <laughs> That's like the funniest and, and Roddy Piper quit. Cause he was like, yeah, I'm just going to go do this anyway. So he quit like quit. the WWF. Yeah, yeah, he did. Um, and he's pretty great. Uh, yeah, he statistically not the best actor, but like he's great in this. He credits himself as being the first
1: dub, like action star to be an actor, like the first, like first uh, wrestler, rest- yeah. turned actor, if, and
0: that's got to be true. If I he assume. could just see
1: Dwayne Johnson now, you know, like, was
0: like Hogan in movies before Piper? Maybe I not. Think Hogan was like a nineties guy. Yeah, totally. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, they have pipe. The Rock has Piper to thank. Yeah, <laughs> Batista oh. has Piper to thank. Straight up.
1: I saw the this movie at the Trocadero R.I.P. with uh, Rowdy Rowdy Piper live in the audience doing like a and a once. Also R.I.P.? Yeah,
0: straight up. Damn, it that's was cool. It was really
1: cool. He talked to, about a story where he fought a, uh, like an ape. Um, <laughs> Yeah, he had some wild stories. What too.
0: What year was that? Do you remember it all? Uh it's
1: probably 2013. Wow. 12,
0: 13? Somewhere in there? Yeah. That's cool. Uh, it was very cool. We also, I think you were there, saw this at the The Mahoney Drive-in, once did right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it we was saw a escape from New York. This and then we watched some of Assault. We left Precinct during and Assault. Left. Yeah. yeah,
1: which then I finished when the next day I watched. it. I think that's my favorite. I think I might have done that movie. too. Actually, it's so good. It's Were you? Great. Did we also go see John Carpenter when he played at the Keswick? Was that, was that we did? did? Yeah. yeah, okay. I was that gonna was ask awesome. you if we both did that too. I had a note, yeah, just and being like I was there. I'm pretty sure I would have gone yeah. without Joey.
0: And for the They Live, when he played the They Live song, him and the whole band put the shades on and he threw up the it horns, threw the horns, <laughs> man. It was so sick, <laughs> it was awesome. And then yeah. all the screens were just like all the phrases, like obey and that, all that stuff.
1: That show was so sick. I, I haven't kept up with his like lost themes albums, but that first one was awesome. First
0: yeah. one's really good, the second one's pretty good. Uh, there is a new one i haven't listened to that like a newish one yeah um but uh and then he was like doing a lot of remasters of the old songs for a minute there right um well,
1: it's cool because it's him his son and his godson right wh- whereas when and he then, was like, doing two other
0: pre- people or something I oh think. yeah you're right yeah. there might be like another like yeah. backing band
1: um but i think back in this era like he, it was him and ellen i want to say it's How Ho- hovarth i don't okay. know how to pronounce it necessarily but they had like a collaboration for at least this, like Big Trouble Little China. Oh, they, yeah. Like,
0: and this was like the last thing they worked on together or something oh, like okay. that maybe. Or yeah. the, one of the last projects they did as a duo or something like that. Gotcha. I just, yeah, I know they had like a history there for this sure. This one's got some pretty good music. I actually have the soundtrack on LP. That's cool. Um, But uh, what was I going to say? Um, Should we talk about the movie a little bit? Oh, real quick. Yeah. Back to the uh, John Carpenter live music thing we saw. Yes. It was so perfect because there's no openers. It's in like a seated theater, and he played for a little over an hour. I would say an hour, 10 times. That was it.
1: And it was great. Cool merch. Yeah. Everyone there was like, I think I bought They Live
0: sunglasses. Damn. That's it. said like they live on the side, and they probably were, they were so cheap, they broke, I'm sure. It's good merch, though. But great merch. Yeah. Um, So that was cool. Uh, Let's talk about the movie. Yeah. Yeah. I'm assuming we both well we know we've both seen this before I've seen this movie 20 times pretty great yeah
1: opening credits that like bluesy ass rock song yeah and rowdy rowdy piper just walking into town with the
0: biggest backpack of all time (laughs) yeah (laughs) I Um, didn't take any any notes for like the first 20 minutes of the movie
1: (laughs) I I didn't take any notes really at all just because it's a
0: movie that like you said we're both super familiar with it's
1: kind of silly to like (laughs) analyze it yeah to analyze it or comment on it because like a lot of the things they're saying are just kind of right. It feels like very like uncle at, at Thanksgiving or like DSA guy to be like, this <laughs> is really going on. But like, yeah, <laughs> it's literally like I, I read something in IMDb trivia, so I would take it with a grain of salt. But like, it was Carpenter's like take against Reaganomics, mm-hmm. which Ratty Roddy Piper was like, eh, I don't know if I fully agree. But He's like, like, actually, I kind of like the guy. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it like is super. He's apparent. also
0: Canadian, so. Oh, yeah, he is, isn't he? Yeah. Why playing wear a playing kilt? A Scotsman, yeah,
1: he wears a kilt. <laughs> I think mean, he's just—he's—it's stolen valor. <laughs> okay, but he does not break kayfabe. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, the Nightbirds have a song about Hoffman Lens. You got uh, me with that one. <laughs> I
0: was going to ask you: Do you think every wrestler that's in a movie has has to do a wrestling move to try and like prove the legitimacy of wrestling in as like a real form of combat? Because he does um, at least three that he I clocked, does su- in this. like
1: multiple suplexes. He clotheslines
0: a guy at one point. Mm-hmm. I think he clotheslines a cop. He shoots somebody with a gun. <laughs> yes, that's a wrestling move. <laughs> he clotheslines a cop, and then he does a back suplex and a gut wrench suplex to Keith David during their like fight, which, which is like the best scene
1: for a while. That was the longest fight scene, like uh, uncut fight scene in movie history, until like. And within the last five years something broke it and I was like who gives a shit this is better at anyway.
0: yeah I never actually knew this but apparently it was originally supposed to be like 20 seconds long and they rehearsed it for like two months in like <laughs> John Carpenter's yard or something which
1: is like as a joke or something <laughs>
0: they just kept doing it and then it became like uh, this five and a half minute long scene that they because they were just Respect. like I feel so passionate about this fight and it <laughs> was pretty it's pretty convincing I would say overall yeah um, um
1: yeah, I mostly just have like a bunch of quotes in here for, <laughs> for the movie, like
0: um Like you look like your head fell in the cheese dip in nineteen fifty seven. What is that even about? I don't well, know. That's gotta be like is that like a cultural reference? I don't know.
1: I don't know. It I, I read that a bunch of them were him improving. Yeah. Oh <laughs> well, there's well, one where he's like the
0: most famous one. The kick ass and chew bubblegum. Yeah, gum. I have to yeah. come here to kick chew bubblegum and kick ass him a lot of bubblegum. Prey
1: just had stuff ready to go for like wrestling promos. It was like, well
0: I'm not wrestling anymore. <laughs> I'm just going to use this. Yeah. And then later, uh, you know, the game Duke Nukem. He says that. I'm going to rip the, your head off and it, shit down your <laughs> neck. Yeah, he says that too. Yeah. But he says the bubblegum thing, mm-hmm. which like is probably the most famous Duke Nukem quote that like I'm right. sure most people don't even know. Well, I bet a lot of people know it's from this, but like, <laughs> but a lot of like turd gamer types don't really know, you know. Straight up. Um there's
1: a scene similarly, there's a scene from uh I think it's got it's the opening scene from um uh Big Trouble in Little China where the Porchop Chop Express is like going over those rolling hills. Mm-hmm. They straight up just like rip that off in a n in like a an N sixty four wrestling game. Oh really? Yeah. That's funny. And then I it's like know sting that. driving the truck or <laughs> something like that. It's like very weird. Uh I don't know why I just thought of that. Um
0: I wrote. I oh, th- one thing I really appreciated this watch was the shot of the magazine racks. Yeah, that's like probably my favorite shot in the movie now. Well, there's that that whole scene like of the what when he first
1: puts on the glasses, he like sees the like obey like the shepherd's yeah. fairy thing. He yeah. sees like the shepherd's fairy sign, yeah. <laughs> and then it's like Andre the Giant is a gang. <laughs> <laughs> Andre the Giant is a posse. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> but the, no, you're you're right. Like then he walks past like several uh, magazines that say like Marion reproduced. Well, asleep. Isn't, that,
0: isn't that shot of the city when he looks at the whole city? Isn't that a painting? Or something oh, like is that, it? and they like animated it or something oh, like that. I did maybe? not know that. I might be making this up, but I th- cool. I'm pretty sure I read that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Shepherd Fairy has his whole career to th- you know has this movie to thank for his whole Just career. Ripped basically ripped it off. But um, I mean, more power to him. Yeah, but uh,
1: <laughs> but yeah, so so quotes wise, blow it out your ass, Mama. Don't like tattletales. <laughs> this one's real fucking ugly. I don't like this not one bit.
0: <laughs> uh, oh yeah, he says. Uh, yeah, he, the real fucking ugly one's pretty good. <laughs> it, you? You're okay. Or something like that, <laughs> Her, right? Real fucking ugly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I wrote the scene where he gets thrown out of the window by mm-hmm. Holly and then, like, rolls down, like, a 30 foot hill. And then he just gets up. Just posts up. Is yeah.
1: fine. <laughs> she also says to him at one point, I thought I killed you, which I think is another shout out to, like, Snake Pliskin being like, I thought you were dead. Like, they say oh, that a yeah, couple times. True. Yeah, true.
0: Um that's a really good point.
1: always thought the dude named Peter Jason in this movie was meatloaf
0: dude me too I was like this Meatloaf. what's his character's name I don't know Doug or something sure. I don't know doug loaf their guy they're their guy that's like uh yeah, he's like on their side he's like fixing all the tools and chairs and shit at the at the shanty town yep, and then he's like <laughs> That's his job spearheading the whole like stuff going on at the church and stuff mm-hmm, yeah. Um, the fight
1: is so unnecessary. It's just like male brav- it's like macho dickhead <laughs> bravado because like yeah. he's really just being like put on the glasses and the guy's just like no and so which they is so funny
0: s- like he would just say no. Right. And so they injure
1: each other he's like I, I think point- you're
0: a murderer so I'm not putting on these sunglasses.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To be fair he did kill several we won't call them Beans. people beings. Yeah <laughs> Um. yeah I don't know dude she yeah <laughs> you're right honestly when she throws him out that window she sends him through that window oh yeah wax him crashing wax him in the head with the bottle and then throws him through like a sliding glass door down three stories
0: speaking of the bottle uh there is a part in the fight scene that i actually meant to look up to see if this was like ad lib but uh piper throws what's Keith david's character's name frank sure he throws frank into uh, he goes to hit him near the car and he and Frank oh, yeah. ducks and he bashes the window <laughs> and they look and at each then, other like, oh, fuck. and I then bet. and then Frank grabs a bottle and then it, it like he, he, shatters ma- he means to like break it to make it sharp. But it shatters like the whole bottle <laughs> and then it goes back to Roddy Piper and he laughs. And I was like, is that was that like a goof and they left it in?
1: I wonder because it's like right after he accidentally he's like he's got roid rage so he swings a two by four and breaks the back <laughs> of a of like a window they look at each other like oh my bad dude i didn't know well we gonna... i think
0: it's supposed to be frank's car i oh. think that's why he's like oh shit sorry
1: i was i thought i took it as like oh shit i that probably would have killed you my bad oh maybe that too
0: yeah, yeah. i don't know oh well, yeah i guess frank doesn't really have a car he walks everywhere so yeah <laughs> probably what you're saying um where's like, this fall on like your carpenter flicks It's pretty
1: mid tier, I think. It's like it's good, but all of his movies are pretty good except for the ward with Amber
0: Heard. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah, Um, yeah. No, it's definitely like I would say mid tier for sure.
0: Yeah, like top five ish. Yeah, top five, maybe even top four for me. Could be.
1: Yeah. What's what do you think your number one is?
0: Probably the thing. Yeah, I mean the thing's incredible, and Escape from New York is up there too. Yeah. I think my number one is probably might be big Assault from uh, no, I oh, think Assault.
1: Big Trouble probably number two, but Assault on Precinct Thirteen is is pretty awesome. Yeah, um, this is one of this may be the only movie I can think of that ends with a funny nude scene. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, I don't that think I many movies end with nude scenes. I forgot about that. Like post end, it's, uh, I don't even call it post ending because like yeah, he stops the like transmission right. and then and for it,
1: all intents and purposes that could be the end
0: which is so funny because he shoots the satellite dish with the tiniest gun
1: just one shot to and one it satellite it dish it explodes and everyone's like they all run the world man you can't do anything to stop this all it takes is one bullet to one satellite and it's like oh
0: shit oh, and now they are all been exposed but yeah. then like it shows like well, he dies, right? I'm assuming he dies. Yeah. Well, he's like and flipping And he gives him like off. the weakest middle finger <laughs> of yeah. all time. And then it shows like all the situations in which like aliens have been like uncovered now. And like everyone's like, oh my God. And then like the one you're mentioning is there's this lady <laughs> on top of this guy having sex with him. Mm-hmm. And then she is like watching tv while doing so and she sees the alien on tv and she's like oh that's weird and she looks down at the guy and he's like and he goes
1: what's the matter baby yeah. <laughs> and then
0: it, the screen goes black
1: <laughs> which is like pretty wild uh pretty <laughs> wild ending yeah <laughs> um imdb tags for sunglasses what do you think the number one movies for one the the, the number one movie for sunglasses
0: is um Man, I I really don't know uh, this. I don't know. It's so skewed. It's just the top. Th- <laughs> is it Dune? Th- <laughs> the top. Th- it should be the top. Th- could you imagine
1: Dune with sunglasses? They should be wearing sunglasses. Irresponsible.
0: <laughs> the sun is out. <laughs> top
1: th- top three are all from twenty twenty one. It's Eternals, Matrix, Resurrection, and No Time to Die. Oh, I
0: get Matrix
1: Eternal poster.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, materialism. Materialism. Um, also twenty one twenty one movie. No. Yeah. Ooh, what about like Crazy Rich Asians? It's <laughs> a good guess. <laughs>
1: uh, I'm gonna skip the first two because they don't. Number two is just South Park, which is cr- the show <laughs> South Park. Okay. Uh, American Psycho is the top one. That makes sense. Oh actually. yeah, that makes sense. Um, how about Sex with Alien? Uh, like the Shape of Water or something. Oh, that's that's not an. He's a, a that's fish like man. A, yeah. You're yeah. Right. Um, number four is Starman. Another oh, John Carpenter. Another John Carpenter. Yeah. Yeah. He loves. What's he's got number one? Uh, this. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, number two is Star Trek, two thousand nine.
0: Okay. All right.
1: Don't really particularly remember, but um, how about broke bottle broken overhead? Um, Halloween Kills. Oh, does that happen in Halloween Kills? Maybe. <laughs> Good answer. Uh, Don't Breathe. Oh wow, remember the first one. Oh, there's a there's a there's a the second one. Oh
0: yeah, it came out last year.
1: Shit, I haven't seen it. Yeah. uh The first one. This is number two. Okay um let's go for one more let's go for a good one fighting the system (laughs) (laughs) that Uh, seems real appropriate Uh, you know what the beatles doc the top two are just matrix (laughs) movies this is ridiculous (laughs) we gotta go one more um how about gay just straight up gay i can't think of anything that's gay in this movie at all but
0: (laughs) um hmm uh the matrix (laughs)
1: i mean you're on the right track uh dude this is chaotic number three is licorice pizza again i don't think there's a scene with homosexuality at all number two is power of the dog and number one is eternals what is up with eternals
0: oh uh, i i think there's like a uh prominent gay character in the movie he must wear like, sunglasses that's like a main, <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> the main character uh, uh damn all right well crazy that was, that was wild Eter- i didn't know the eternals was so big on imdb right now yeah I thought it came and went already Anyway, uh, what music would you rate the movie?
1: Uh, music score composed by director. This is number four, just in case you're wondering. Okay.
0: <laughs> uh, I would rate this a seven out of 10
1: as well, actually. Okay. Yeah. I'd give it like so a three and a half out of five.
0: I'd give it like a three and a half to a four out of five. Nice. I think I gave it a four out of five on Letterboxd. Sweet.
1: Yeah. Follow us on Letterboxd.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, right. I, I actually did. If you want to follow me on Letterboxd, my tag is Cool Joey. And I just made a list of all the movies we've ever talked about on this show. And if you click on them, or if you click the little sunglasses thing, uh, or glasses or whatever it is, it shows you all the albums that have been paired with the movies too.
1: Oh, nice! Yeah, Dude, good work. Thank, Thank you for you. doing that.
0: Yeah, I was, I, I was bored at work the other day.
1: I am um, Paul Shock, my last name mm-hmm. uh, on Letterboxd. I don't have any lists to that effect, but uh, you know, well, you I, watch
0: more. Mike does watch more stuff than me, so you'll get a little bit more like uh, constant content. And I will give
1: out. a little quip for every movie I
0: watch. Yeah, you a, little know, quip. I, yeah a little quip. Um, and on that note, I guess I'm just going to
1: say, if your heart was broken, you'd be dead mm. for the outro. What do you think? Sure. Okay.
0: See you next time.